another friday night we've got another we're back after two weeks it yeah like we forever did, it did feel like a long time without hanging out with our with our crew but we've got another amazing guest for you uh hey, um before we start happy uh birthday one day oh, later thank you. yes you know, happy birthday lots of people showed that that andrew love yesterday it was uh yeah it was globally for you. global love nice global love yes global love yeah it was pretty awesome and and allison thank you for sharing uh the amazing photo of us having yes that photo just totally made me all tingly that was that was a it really was one of the high points because you know we've been to so many conferences and you know we can't even touch on how many you've been to allison because you used to go to all of them but Mm -hmm. andrew and i have had a pretty good sampling and you know, the London event was a lot different than the North American events. It was a lot of fun, but it was just different. And that lunch truly was one of my favorite parts because you brought so many great people together. Some knew each other already from previous yeah. connects, some didn't, but we should have known each other because you brought us together because we were all together in San Jose in a similar format. So I, I love that. And that picture, I, I pointed, my wife was right there and I said, Oh, this was so good. Even though I couldn't find myself in the photo, I said, honestly, yeah, I was it there. was hard to see everybody because not everybody yeah, was looking at the camera. Kind of yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out with Carl looking at my phone, not paying <laughs> And do you remember what happened when we left the when we left and Mark Lee almost got us run over and we were like, right, oh, we man. need a different do you remember that? We were yeah. oh my god. It was yeah, it was the blind leading the, the blind. The car came the, around the corner. The yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right, it's the Americans that are supposed to look the lo- the wrong way. Yeah, totally. It was the Brit that just, almost got us killed. It was. It we was hadn't even been drinking yet. We had like one or two, maybe at lunch. A little like, bit, on, just a little. Yeah, a couple of drinks. It wasn't very much. It wasn't yeah. Like we were going to the receipt bank party or anything. No, no. it was nothing like that. that. Was another story. Yeah. So welcome. Yeah, thank you for joining us. It's I am so delighted to be awesome. here. What fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, we we are really honored to have you. I mean, you are an absolute legend in the community. Like how many, how many conferences have you done? Do you even know? How how many have I been to or how many have I? How many of you, well, let's start with how many you've managed. Forget how many you've been to. Well, okay. So I never was like the big old, the big manager, but but Misty and I did, we, we, I can't remember this. I think it was four, four San Jose's because Woodard did the first two and it was like six. And then um, one Sydney, one London, and then the local teams took over, but I was at two Londons. So what is that? We never got you in Toronto, though, did we? Did you come up to Toronto? Toronto? No, no, no. The Canadian team just took care of it, and it was too close afterwards. Yeah, Yeah, it was too close afterwards. But what I did for the last two uh, uh, QuickBooks Connects was I immediately left and went to South Africa to help with the TWN there. So there was you know, some timing issues, but yeah, I missed out. I have never been, there's, there's, there's a fun fact for you. There's a trivia one for you. I've never been. The the Canadian QuickBooks. Hello. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) That's an odd one. You know, you never know what into it. Those Canadian teams are really strong though. So they didn't really need our help. I mean, it was like, I'm I'm surprised to hear that just in that it seemed like every time there was a conference, you were there or something really cool on the other side of the planet. Or scaling. I saw you at scaling. I think that was maybe the last time I saw you before Connect. Yeah, yeah. And I actually kept, because I'm just such a nerd, I did keep all of my um, my lanyards. And it is I, a I got mine. massive, huge bag over the past, like if you think about 15 years of attending conferences. <laughs> That's a lot of lanyards. Oh, you had so much swag. When you used to give it away for charity... Yeah, that was. I will be uh, doing one more. I I want to just oh, do a still, big announcement. You want to clear out your stash, huh? Okay, I Why can't show I, you. Yeah, I, I actually have a big cupboard. I do have a cupboard, and there will be a, the last one, and I'm going to be raising money again for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I'll do that fundraising kickoff in January. So once we get through the holidays, then I'll do start my fundraising, and the, I've got some 
really cool swag. <laughs> like, well, I'm hoping we can convince you to keep it going another year after this and just get everyone to continue to donate to you. Yeah, you know, that's the other thing. Yeah, I can just like reach out, but I would make it more like more apps and things like get people to yeah. donate like really cool stuff. Yeah. What's the most interesting or what's the coolest piece of swag you've seen? Because you've come across all the swag too, right? Oh, gosh. Um, or your, cool, just your favorite. Your favorite. Coolest. Okay, okay, okay. So, so um, hilariously enough, I, I have one right here. Um, <laughs> so I love these USB adapters. Yeah, you can never have enough of those. You can never have enough of those. So we did these for Scaling New Heights. We just, this was my first piece of Lysio swag. Um, and, and it was hot. People just grabbed them like, you know, yeah. like they were candy. Right. But now you need the USB-C adapters because <laughs> everything's yeah. going yeah. to USB-C. Yeah. yeah, it is true. It is true. But you can, but like, for example, like my iPhone goes, US goes, goes, you know, the iPhone plug, whatever that's yeah. called, the firewire into lightning. Thank you. Yeah, there, there are cables. Into, into the USB, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but these are, these are amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, well, this, this was pretty cool. I mean, that was. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, and that was cool. Mine's right <laughs> over there. The experience that went that along mine. with that it was really cool. Too, right? That was cool. So if Kim Amswell is listening, yes, we, lo we love these. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. mine came off of its plate and became Why? my son's favorite car. Ah, uh, there oh, you no. go. See, I just That's let it live. Thing, let I it guess. have its life. Yeah. And yeah, mine's right there, and I yeah. I love it. I look at it fondly. Yeah. I got all kinds of QBC stuff. The, yeah. the cutaway thing that got done in London. You remember that? The lady came up with the scissors and the paper. Oh, and quickly okay. Stitched out that face. was unbelievable. <laughs> Very she did it in like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. I was just I like, don't what even... just happened? You know, she just walked up and did it. And I've sh that showed was it talent. a few weeks ago. That was, was talent. Like... Now, one thing about all those years of seeing those cool conferences, your former employer into it, they do conferences well mm -hmm. they have the attention to detail absolutely and all the memories i have of these conferences you're even a mainstay at so at so many of them except for mm -hmm. toronto i didn't know that you'd never been well you spent almost 16 years at into it right it was just under 16 years yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah a lot of experience. i had a great run yeah. um i um i really really loved working on intuit and i really loved I, I was hired in late 2004 as part of a big wave rich walker was under brad smith he was leading the brad was leading the accountant group at the time and it there was just this big push to hire people who really understood accountants right. and it was called accountant central and um at that point, at the my the job that I was hired into, so I only had one job at Intuit that I actually like applied for as a role, like that was had a job description. Everything else, I just found a need and then pitched myself for it. So that's what I I really loved about working at Intuit was that you could find a need and then if you had the data and you could make the case and you had a good brand and they knew you you know you weren't well. Poor performance don't poor performance don't last very long at Intuit. Let's put it that way. But so, yeah. So anyway, so the first role was to um, manage the relationships between the CPA societies and the and the accounting um, groups. So anybody over thirty thousand members. And um, let's see, fifteen years ago, Andrew, you were a little young. Maybe you'd remember this. Maybe. Um, but the accountants and bookkeepers, of course, they were totally aware of Intuit, of QuickBooks. Yep. but they hated it <laughs> i remember <laughs> they never hated heard it no no they hated never it never heard anything like that okay no they hated it because their clients would use it and mess it up right yeah and so our challenge was um uh to basically teach them that they could use it and they just needed to know how quickbooks think yeah. you know how quickbooks would think inside right how yeah. it thought and so the first course we wrote was top 10 things my clients do wrong in quickbooks and how to fix them, me and Bonnie Nagayama. And the Trainer Rider Network, the TWN, which back in the day I called the Speakers Bureau, came out of the realization that I couldn't be on enough planes teaching. You know, I was a single mom, I had an 11 year old son, and I couldn't, you know, I had a Manny, so I had someone to, I had a, you know, live in Manny so he could look after Keenan, but Jacob, his name was. Um, but I couldn't, I just didn't want to be gone that, that often, right? So we needed more people. So it was like, okay, so Jill Woodard, was TWN member number one. 
Wow. But we didn't realize that we had some. Yeah, we didn't realize what we had until a year later when people would come with these dog-eared copies of, you know, top 10 things my clients do wrong and say, can we have more? And they would have taken the spine apart and then photocopied them, right? And so they'd like, they'd be in these binders. It was hilarious. And so you have to remember that 15 years ago, 16 years ago was really kind of yeah, the internet. The internet was there, but really nobody had it was really message great... boards. It wasn't the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you didn't couldn't... use it the same way. The yeah. rich video, the way we're communicating. It, it was nothing like that. Yeah, there was, was no nothing. Zoom. <laughs> no, no, gosh, no, no. This is the Jetsons. We're like on the Jetsons yeah. now. Yeah. Like totally. you know, yeah. You remember I, back the in the day, I... wondering if you could talk on a on a phone and and see their face, right? Yeah, yeah. They had these little mock-ups of screens and they've had yeah. them in cartoons forever you're right yeah. the jetsons had them yeah. here, here we are, are. here we are the, in the future you got your dick tracy you got your watch you got your dick tracy watch yeah absolutely and now the so other problem is for our kids there's not i find that there's not that that science fiction that we had as kids like we had star trek and yeah, star, star wars, wars. yeah Jackson. but we're gonna go to mars we're gonna be like living on mars yeah that's 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 really gonna happen and but i mean i don't know i guess it just felt like they can make a living like like making videos yeah like <laughs> yes you really they can. can make a living dancing on like doing and little funny dance you have ever thought <laughs> that influencers would be the thing that they are like so i mean mm. I, I, I think anyone who does who has no see I would yeah, I would, would because because power of the peer, um, it's I if you think about it like the 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 influencers that what that we grew up with, um, would would have been people that were um like maybe stars people that you wanted to be like yeah right celebrities, um, but in the business world, you want to know you want to hear from somebody who has who is. Uh, uh, better, more knowledge than you, and has done, has lived that challenge or problem that you're having, and then has the solution, right? So they're like a celebrity, like you both are like celebrities, hmm. because you share your knowledge, or you are able to, and you're doing it in a way that you're helping people, um, and people look up to you because they, you know you have what they don't have. Right. So there's a thread all the way through. But if you're thinking about like, so there's a bunch of different categories. Do you want to get into influencer stuff? Is that what we want to yes, talk about? Absolutely. Or you got other things? So, I mean, you have more experience than anyone I know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's in your title now, right? Let's well, yeah, it is, it is, hear about your new opportunity. So you're at Lysio. Yeah. Did I yeah. say it right? Lysio. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Lissio means delightful in Italian or smooth in Italian. Delightful. Smooth. So you work for a delightful company. Well, I do. I've met the crew. I met. I know I met Chris down in, in Salt Lake at Scaling yeah. New Heights. Yeah, great guy. Um, yeah, they got a good vibe. Everything about them is yeah. real positive feeling. I mean, their tools really cater to the accounting firm type structure, which Any, anybody not... who's anybody who's professional services and needs okay. to deal with secure and sensitive documents. There yeah. you go. So, so like lawyers like... that works really well for high wealth individual, high wealth, yeah. um, wealth managers, accountants, bookkeepers, tax. Yeah. And it was great and... actually chatting with you about the product because I had a bit of a misconception about it, as I bet you a, a lot of people do. I just thought it was like another share file, as I literally said to you. You're like, no, 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 no. It's it's, it's so and it's share file and and yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ands that come with Security. this. So it's based on the on the challenge that, um, like basically, just email just sucks. Really, yes. I you know yeah, it really does, guys. It does. <laughs> it's not a good task list. It's not secure. Um, I can't remember what percentage Chris is going to. I, some 80% of something of fraud comes through email, you know, um, it's, 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 it's hard to pay attention. There's so much noise in your inbox. I mean, when I left into it, I had 16,000 unopened emails in my inbox Is that all? <laughs> and I was getting 450 a day. Oh, now, man. now, I, you know, that's why we had Slack, right? Slack took care of the internal stuff. So I knew that there was a certain level of email that I could ignore as, as, as a person I could ignore that because the problem though, right. Is because it, it's this is my point. What can I ignore? What can I ignore? This is yeah. my point. You You're cannot, still going to miss stuff. You cannot separate the signal from the noise. It's very difficult. So, so Lysio is basically designed to take your really important client communications, 
really important. It's your living, right? It's you taking care of your clients and giving them a better experience at the same time elevating your experience in your firm. So if a firm moves to Lysio, what happens is all of a sudden clients aren't texting them photos of documents or emailing them stuff or just flat out ignoring or not going to the portal and downloading things because who who loves going to a portal that was coded in the late 90s, right? Which was 20 screen. years ago. I want to just tell you the late 90s was over 20 years ago. Oh my. Okay. You still listen to 90s hip hop. Oh my God. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. I'm not saying <laughs> don't change your music. No, Seattle. don't change your music. But we're talking about, you know, technology, right? It's really outdated technology. And when you get in, can you find anything? Can you, right? So if you think about that, and then you think about some people have, have used, they try to use Slack to deal with their, their oh, that clients. that doesn't work. How many horses? It's hard, it's, it, 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 but it makes it a little bit better because each person has their, each client has their own channel. So you can start, you're starting yeah, to get there, organizing the things. expectations are immediate response. That's right, that's right. So, and it also doesn't organize documents very well. It's not very retrievable, you can't. So what Chris and the team did was they looked at all these issues and they were like, okay, if you think about an if you think about online banking online banking is client experience 2.0 and the reason it is is that you if you, you know client you know client experience 2.0 when you look at it and you say i would never go back to the old way of doing it now it's interesting with banking because you still can if you want to go and get in line at bank you can if you want to go use an atm if you want to deposit your checks there you can Right, you can still go in and talk to a banker. You can still do all that, but most people, <laughs> most people are going to be like, "I, I want to do it on my phone. I'd rather poke my eye out with a sharp stick than go <laughs> to the bank and wait in line." Right. So, yeah. but if you think about the way the banking app is is designed, people can get their questions answered. They can transfer money. They can research things. They can deposit money. They can do all the things that they need to do. Now, so if you take that analogy and move that over to an accounting or a bookkeeping firm, what do you need to do for your clients? You need to answer their questions. You need to ask them questions. You need to send them documents and they need to send you documents, right? Yeah. And sometimes those documents need to be signed. So there needs to be an e-signature, okay? Um, oh, and what if it was integrated with Outlook so that if I did get an email from an insurance company who is not going to be invited into Lysio because they're like an external entity, I can just, um, I can just, oh, I can just take it from Outlook directly in and my client will get it. Or what if I'm working in QBO or my tax package and I want to get a document to someone? What's the old way of doing it? I've got to get my document, save it to my computer, upload it to my portal, create the link or maybe invite them from the portal or the share file or whatever you're using. And then that goes to the client's email, which they may or may not read, right? And then they've got to click on the link. They've got to download the document, right? Then what if it needs signature? Oh my God, then there's a whole other layer of stuff to do, right? Well, what if you could just be working in your, your accounting software or your tax software, you need to send something to the client. What if literally I'm working in QuickBooks or whatever, doesn't matter what, because we're pretty much we're pretty much agnostic. If you can print to a PDF, you can send it into Lysio using this cool thing we just released called Lysio Dispatch. So I'm going to dispatch it, right? So I can just hit dispatch, in it goes. I tag it with my client, and the client gets it on their phone with Boom. push notifications. Yeah, with push notification. And then if it needs to be signed, the client signs right there. Doom, done. So if you think about just the, it just takes all of those and then it's all secure. So nobody can intersect it in the middle, right? I couldn't email it to the wrong. Oh my God. So on the other side of this wall is my beloved Keith. It's Hi, his Keith. office. It's mm -hmm. his office. He's probably watching actually. It's his office on the other side. Hi, Keith. Again. And two tax years ago, he got an email to Mr. Newman. His name's Keith Newman. And he got he got Keith Newman's full taxes. But the wrong Keith Newman. Could you die? Yeah, I've, and, I've had it happen to us. We've done it. I hate to admit it, but we've done it. We've done it. We've sent the wrong information to the wrong client. And then 
Yeah, and it's, then, it's well, it was, it's I a little bit worse. It's a little bit worse, Andrew, because there was, there was like a pat, he said, it said it was encrypted, right? And the, the password will be in the next email. Oh, geez. And he got the password too. <laughs> and then of course there's that, and then of course there's that, 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 um, that disclosure that that you know the CPAs and bookkeepers put that you know if you've received this in error blah 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 right yeah so he basically sent it back and said this is the wrong Keith Newman and then he blocked him yeah but what could he have done think about it Keith Newman had Keith Newman's tax returns and Keith actually has a driver's license that says Keith Newman yeah oh he could have gone crazy on the identity theft huh that's a yeah he just move right in now, normally fraud is on the client side, not on the accountant side. But the point is, is that I just, yeah. we all have these stories, it's crazy. right? Well, it's crazy. It's just too sensitive. That, forget the fraud. I can tell you from firsthand experience, the damage that does to a client relationship, because the client yes. who receives it goes, well, what if someone gets my information? I've yeah, had, it's huge. And like, he, I've literally had that conversation with her. Like, mm-hmm. well, then how do I know you haven't sent my information to someone else? You don't. Like, you actually don't. I'm like, this doesn't happen very often. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but it, it, it's happened to us. We, and I've literally had to like yeah. deal with clients. It wasn't me who sent it, but it was my team. And as a result, that's a you know reflection of me and my organization. Um, and so the, 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 what that sets in the client's mind mm-hmm. is that you're not detail oriented. You can't be trusted. And mm-hmm. you're my you're unreliable. You're yeah, unreliable. You're unreliable. Yeah. Like, That's it, never it's really work hard. For the, it, the the amount of the like if for some kind of a breach or a cyber or any like any sort of issue, it it takes a long time to rebuild trust. Yeah. Yes. Now that actually could not happen in Lysio. You can't send a document from one client to a different dog to a different client. You can't do it. So like not from the system. You'd have to do it like from Excellent. your heart yeah, yeah and even then it would be really hard to do yeah you'd have to have so. another document outside from like say qbo and send it through your regular outlook or something yeah yeah you'd, you'd have to do it a different way it just wouldn't you just couldn't do it so yeah so uh while we uh i was just looking at the comments and donna reed just mentioned that maybe it's time to make a change so yeah, well, Allison, I'm, I'm reach out to donna <laughs> yeah we'd love to we'd love to show um we, I think it's a, it's been such a challenge for me as a marketer trying to explain this product because it is such a different product, right? It sounds like, super cool. It yeah, really yeah. does. But every time I've, I've I've watched the promotional stuff and I followed you guys on social media channels, and it looks super cool. It's it's different for me because I provide consulting services full mm-hmm. on. So the firm type strategies that all my friends in the community in both the bookkeeping and the accounting world don't always apply to me but i find them really cool that tool is great like it covers off a lot of things that security angle having this great environment yeah like andrew you mentioned right away well file storage well that's just part of it it's that communication yeah and there's unlimited storage there's unlimited storage and unlimited clients included so you only just pay per the accountancy so which makes it really scalable yeah. Question that comes to my mind is I'm like, okay, mm. I'm thinking through like, I'm literally contemplating changing. We're on ShareFile right now, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great platform, but ShareFile is a great a, product. It's yeah. not a communication yeah. platform; it's a document repository. No. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and it's been a great platform for us. And of course, it's got you know its signature tool, uh, right signature that we've used mm-hmm. and loved. Um, but it's not a communication tool. No. But my ba- my first question is, okay, I literally probably have probably literally have terabytes of data if not if not mm-hmm. uh, at least hundreds of gigs yeah. not hard not hard. so all those pdfs and you end up with some jpegs yeah. along the way yeah and yeah they pile up well because the beauty of it is is like we've been on it for a fair bit of time now right and like we're like well you know now we don't need to worry about the six-year retention policy right we keep everything yeah why yeah. would we delete it we have unlimited storage right but it does create that whole issue of now I'm going to have to basically download all that data to a local site and then upload that. Yeah. So it depends on whether you decide to bring everything over. So like you wouldn't bring, you probably wouldn't bring client stuff of not current clients. Right. So we like a conversion almost. Yeah. We sort of, we, we can walk you through, we can walk you through what most firms choose to do. I think most firms choose to bring like their current client stuff 
and they might put some things in like that clients need like um, you know, you might put like your last like year's worth of financials or something, or, you know, like you might have some sort of amount that you would put in for each client so that they mm -hmm. can go in and kind of self-serve. I doubt you'd want every document and every single thing. Because um, it's so, not going to be a standard migration like you would have, like ShareFile has a migration tool, yeah. but now every document has to be put effectively into the client, like the specific client. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, we don't, I don't think we see many, many companies do that, Andrew, that, that choose to just bring everything, like everything over. Mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, we, we've, we, we get requests all the time for things like um, we're integrated with Microsoft OneDrive. Yeah. And we're just about to be integrated with the uh, the Google Drive because mm. when we get the Google email, we'll be integrated there. Um, and so, just depending on what, so, so I think the best thing is that you, that if you guys, it's super easy to talk to anybody. Let's say oh, you just go to the website and you just yeah. book a book a demo. And Friday and then, Live is not demo night. We, I just yeah, and get your should. questions yeah, yeah. answered because it's a <laughs> no powerpoints. We do. We have the minute. geeks. We have geeks that love to talk about like, and every time there's a unique situation, we think, oh well, should we do that? Could we do that? And then usually the answer okay. is yes, we do. It's a very mature product. So you'll find that you're coming. If you do take a look at it, you'll be like, oh, wow. Nice. It's, yeah. Yeah. So and product I think demo you're going to do a demo. This guy. Who, who's yeah. got two thumbs and wants a product demo? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll be looking into that. But let's 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 dive more into, I, I want to talk more about this whole general influencer strategy. Because sure. Like literally you have more experience in it than anyone I know. And it's such an interesting thing to me because... I mean, to you, it's all natural that this whole influencer thing would evolve the way it is. To me, it's yeah. sort of amazing to me that, you know, people can literally make millions of dollars mm -hmm. and an entire livelihood just on based on being an influencer. And it still amazes me yeah. that we even have anyone that comes and dials in to listen to this episode, this podcast. Yeah. And, you know, shocking to think that that are tens and tens of viewers. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Dozens, dozens of viewers, dozens of viewers. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess that my question is: is how do organizations like Intuit and like Lissio um, look at influencers and influencer strategy? Like, and and you know, I assume that their play onto the influencer market is only going to get bigger over time. Is that is that a valid? Yeah, assumption? I would I would think so. Um, the interesting thing when you ask about Intuit, um, so I don't know what the strategy strategy is today. Cause I, Obviously. you know, I think my last work day at Intuit was July 2nd. And then I started at Lysio just as soon as my notice period was over. And then, you know, um, started in, in September. Um, so, but I can tell you industry things. Um, and that's that the power of the peer for B2B is never going to be, is never going to be, never going to, not going to be a factor. Um, now, I think what will happen is there will be people that will, um, unfortunately, some companies treated transactionally with an influencer. And I, and that is something I never did. What I would do is whenever I work with someone who has um, knowledge and expertise and is charismatic and people want to listen to them. There's a little bit of a formula, a little bit of a kind of a secret, secret sauce that you guys have, if you will. Right. And what happens is, and I know it when I see it, it's kind of like you have the star power. Um, there's also this desire that you have to help and share. So, because there, there can some people be real experts in their craft and they're really not. Yeah, hoard it. They're not ever yeah. going to be influential, yeah. right? Because they won't put themselves out there and they won't share. So yeah. there's some there's some principles that kind of have to be in play first. One, you do need to be an expert in the field that you're you're in. Um, number two, you want to be willing and able to share. And number three, you need to have a platform to share. Now, what I did at Intuit was I gave people who, well, not me personally, but the the company created stages they could be virtual stages they could be a blog it could be an online stage or it could be an actual physical stage we created these stages to put these experts on and so 
by doing that over the years, a number of people were able to harness that. They did the work. I would always say to people, I can't make you rich, but I can make you famous. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Oh, you, you said that. Okay, I've heard that. Yeah. Right? Was, I didn't have any money to, to give. Them. I didn't have a check to write them. I was like, here's the opportunities you can take a bit. You can take yourself. You can, <laughs> you can avail yourself of. Now, the interesting thing is now you guys are in the position now where you can charge for things. Right. If you if 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 somebody wants you to do a webinar or wants wants you to um, lead a program or uh, generally blogging is still unpaid, but you get that link, you get that backlink, yeah, yeah. you get the backlink, the backlink from yeah. Intuit. So so if you get to blog for Intuit, you should always say yes because they get crazy hits and you get yeah. that backlink, right, which helps your SEO. Um, but if they want you to do a webinar or whatever, or if any other brand wants you to do a webinar or whatever, then you, then it's a negotiation. You should have a rate sheet. You should say, this is what I charge. And if I have to create the content, it's this. If I, if it's something that you want me to present of yours, then I'll look at it. And if I, but, but the, but the idea is that a B2B influencer, I just think of as power of the peer. Right. Now B2C, very different. And what's the big difference between the two? Yeah. So if you're, so if I'm, if I'm a, if I'm an influencer who's influential to consumers, a business comes to me and says, Hey, Allison, Burt's Bees. I actually love Burt's Bees. Okay. Burt's Bees. Lip and you're not being paid for the spot. <laughs> I am not, but I do love it. And I will tell you that the Burt's Bees peony lip shimmer is to die for. Okay. So got it on right now. So if I was a B2C influencer and i said oh my gosh i love these birds bees you, you've got to buy this go buy some yeah and millions of units would suddenly be bought right and so when beyonce puts on nike's newest outfit or adidas newest outfit and says this is a, this and they sell out in an hour it's because people want to be like beyonce right that you is a transactional <laughs> hey, uh, or, Allison, or maybe no one wants, wants maybe no one wants to be like me. But the point is that that's B to that's B to C. Mm -hmm. And then there's an interesting type of influencer where it's like, again, it's more in the celebrity thing. And but again, the, they're making their money based on they've got they created content that got a lot of followers. Yeah. And then companies like Burt's Bees come along and says, Hey, Allison, you've got a million followers, and we've heard you talking about Burt's Bees, would you do a collaboration? And then I would do a paid post and it would say sponsored or hashtag ad and, you know, and then they pay me money. Right. And that's a really important thing right now is like, you have to, there's a whole bunch of laws coming down about people having to, you have disclose, to disclose. Absolutely. You have to disclose. Yeah. And we always did at Intuit. We'd say, um, you know, our, our, our instructors would say, um, Intuit's paying me to be here. I'm not an Intuit employee, but um, you know, they're paying me to share my expertise with you. Okay. Disclosure done. Right. Yeah. 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 And I so guess you were, you were talking about influence. It just made, made me think there when you're talking about those examples, Allison, you must know who Steve Kornacki is. Do you know who that is? <laughs> sorry. I don't either. Oh, sorry. Anyways, he's, a, he's on the news and he, he's an election guy. He's one of these people that looks at the board and tells oh. you which states are going to go here and Thank there. Thank goodness, because I was like, "This is this is public. Like, is this somebody I should know?" That's the other thing. <laughs> no. There's people that are influential all over the place, and I, I'm meeting like I met two new people this week. Yeah, and you, right? well, this, this guy, he, he did his thing, and and you know the election in the U.S. just went on and on and on and on. So he was working around the clock. They, they he wouldn't even sleep, and mm. he had this pair of khakis on. And Gap, the Gap identified it as one of theirs. And all of a sudden word got out which one it was oh, and they sold and like, they sold out. So, so I heard them um, talking the other day, like, yeah. they were interviewing them and they, and they said that the Gap, <laughs> it was really funny the way he put it. He says, they offered me lifetime khakis and he's like, I wear one, I get one pair, it lasts me for years. I don't, I don't need, need it. So, uh, one pair of so they yeah, don't need it. And this, is where like it gets this is where it gets great is that they it said, okay, you don't want free khakis for life. We're going to donate to a good cause. Uh -huh. And it was like um, lots of money or pairs of jeans. And it was like for underprivileged kids for job interviews. 
so so you could clean you know have a nice set mm -hmm. of, of of khakis but there you go it's influence in a different way you know this yeah. guy's well known as being you know this electioneering dude and he's funny to watch and he's smart and and it's like they they it's, it's amazing it would take a real art it's an art form to do it but anyways it leads and that to brand that. that brand did the absolute right thing yeah. it's like when ocean spray gave that guy the truck exactly. right so that's that's a particularly effective form of 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 marketing where they find the moment like if they've got they've obviously got a really really good team of social marketers and they're listening yeah. They're out there listening to all the mentions of Gap or the mentions of Ocean yeah. Spray or, you know, and then and then they and then they come in and they do this nice thing. And so now here we're talking about it. So now you have more of a, of, of a positive association with Gap, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and once again, like influencers pop up in unusual places. Mm -hmm. that's like, right. th that was the thing. This guy is like a celebrity every four years because that's what he does. <laughs> he analyzes election results and then they put him away for a while. And but now he's got know, a career was, as a, as a yeah. gap. Now he's got a lifetime supply of gap pants. <laughs> well, the story came out that he was wearing, he wears this tie that's so beat up, it's actually held together by staples. Oh, so see, all that's the, the best. There were memes that were creeping no. out of it. Now, has he so been funny. sponsored from staples now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's potential there. Anyway. Office you just send him an easy button. Yeah, but it, it's kind of that way things are done this day, mm -hmm. in this day and age, right? Is content comes in assorted forms, and it's That's if you're right. going to base it on a on a human, like people. What I see of influencers out there, some of them just suck, but they're followed by the mainstream because there's a lot of they're like lemmings out there. Sometimes mm -hmm. the way people become popular in society, I look at it and I go, yuck, like yuck. But there's influencers in so many other way, um, yeah. areas too. We, we learned all about it um, through, through Intuit. And obviously that's how we got to know you so well is you did such an amazing job. You, you um, with the influencers, it's kind of like, you sort of have to stoke all these different egos, but in different ways, but it's the common strategy of, hey, we're listening, tell us what you think, show genuine interest, lean in, pay attention, yeah. and then, you know, they go running with the brand and then presumably all the goodwill comes with it. And, you know, yeah. once they go off running out there doing all these things, it's the gift that keeps on giving because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I often bring up my first connect in uh, QuickBooks Connect in San Jose, 2015. I didn't have a clue what was going on. Then <laughs> I drank all the Kool-Aid, went out there, became an influencer. And yeah. now I'm out there spreading Rod the love and the goodwill. Rod definitely drank the green Kool-Aid. Well, you yeah. were with me, dude. Don't give I, me that. I, 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 there. there was some fabulous Kool-Aid in the 2015. I drank the Kool-Aid, too. Oh, it was 2015 was Oprah. Yeah, it was yeah. an amazing year. That was but my first what year. I think is also so interesting is that the influencer thing, it's that it's moved down a level from like, you don't oh, yeah. have to be a celebrity, right? Like you can have a small group of hundred, mm -hmm. you know, you know, mm -hmm. even 50, even 20 people, but it's, if it's a tight community, highly focused in on the right product. And I think that also, you know, what's interesting is that I'm not sure that everyone has quite figured out the value. Like we, you were talking about the power of backlinks and the Ooh. value that this brings to us to, anyone who who can who can get into that influencer community even if it's at a small level like it's it's amazing that like i i can call myself an influencer like you know i'm not a celebrity by no stretch of the imagination i don't have millions of followers i'm not going to make my livelihood off of being a influencer an accounting software brings, influencer the value that that brings to me is still yeah. immense right yes mm -hmm. i love it and yeah, people too. know you mm-hmm People yeah, know you, they respect you. Um, if you asked them for a favor, they would very likely um, give it. And um, and I love that you talked, Andrew, about like set kind of circles of influence because um, there's some people who have a lot of followers. Like one of the things that used to happen to me and still does happen to me weekly um, is I will get approached by influencers and they'll say, we'd like to do a collaboration with your brand, blah, blah, blah. And I say, I never, I never say no, I always take the call. And the one that I remember um, from a few years back was this guy had like 2 million followers. And I thought, well, it's a lot of followers. And then I looked at his engagement. He was literally just 
talking to himself. And yes, there was yeah, two million. I've seen that. It was just an echo chamber. And then there's people who only have maybe 5,000 followers and there's this rich conversation yeah, going on. Exactly. I know so, I know people like that too. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to have a zillion followers. Discussion about followers because I was always a big numbers guy, right? I was all about yeah. like I need I want I want big numbers, but I was like, no, I want I want a tight balance and communication. You want quality over quantity. Yeah, you, you want. You do, for, but there's, there's I have a very defined strategy. You, you want a balance of both, right? You, like, I mean, mm -hmm. ideally, you want a big list with lots of engagement, right? Yeah. Um, but there's something to be said, right? When you go to someone and you say, I've got 2 million followers, doors open up that wouldn't open up for you, even if you don't have the level of engagement, right? Like there's, yes, you're right. Uh, well, Once they well, dig people, into it, they're going to go, like you said, is you probably didn't work with that, that influencer. No, no, because you, you, if, if you, if you understand sort of the, there's the art and the science of, of, mm -hmm. of influence working with influencers, right? Um, the art is matching is choosing and matching the right influencer for the right, the right campaign player. and the right audience, right? The science is measuring the engagement and who they're talking with and their reach and really their effectiveness, yes. right? And for example, hilariously enough, um, I don't know if you guys remember this tool called Cred. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Yeah, think I remember it, that. I don't, I don't think it's still out there. Um, but it's Cred because, like Cloud. Now, now there's Cred, Cred, but Cloud, Cloud. No one uses Cloud. Cred once upon a time was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So Cloud's I don't. Gone. I don't. Cred, yeah. I think Cloud is gone. I think there might Cred. Cred might still be there. Anyways, the most hilarious thing was, I got pitched very, very straight facedly for a, a um, an NFL gig. Because, yeah, because I was so influential in the hashtag QB. <laughs> Quarterback. And I was like, yeah, you don't want me. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even tell you who's in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I thought I maybe. You might be able to tell who's in the Super Levi's. Bowl commercial, depending upon the year it was. It was uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And you also, we did get to Twitch Coffee Stadium. was still my favorite yeah, one. Twitch, yeah. I used to be able to get it up here. It's not available anymore. That stuff's oh, good. It's too bad. Yeah. It's good memories. Good memories. Yeah. And the, the double caffeine thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it works. the other question is for those people who are listening mm. and want to become influencers and want to now recognize the value of these backlinks mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and collaborating, how do they go about doing it? Yeah. So um, you have to, first of all, you have to put in the work. So any, any influencer will tell you they've worked their butts off. If you look at Hector Garcia, Hector has been oh, working. Yeah. He has been working since 2009. Michelle. Hector's been working since 2009 on his YouTube channel. Okay, yeah. he's been building wow. videos on QBO since 2009. Yeah, and it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. So the thing that you have to understand is you have to do it because you love it, not because mm -hmm. you want to be an influencer, right? Exactly. You have to create great content that is helping others and engaging others and wanting them to follow you right and once you get that followership then you don't abuse it what you do is you engage them and one of the best things that i used to love doing and i'm still available to do it um chris fully supports my work in this area which is why influencer strategy is part of my title um at Lysio. um is one of the things i love to do is if someone has that passion and they have that expertise i can help you figure out how to monetize it and mm. so a lot of the things because I still haven't. I'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah. So a I'll lot be in of, touch. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people I have I have coached mainly in the TWN. I have coached on how they can they can be thinking about like how to tie everything together, how to you know. And I always start with like what's what is in this for you to do this, and if they say, well, I want you know, I want to. Um, like a couple of people might have the goal of I want to go out on the on the tour with, you know, the the certification tour that Donna Oman runs. Well, OK, well, these are the things you got to do before you're ready for that. Right. Or, you know, Hector and I had this conversation in 2009. I, he said, I, I want to do I want to do YouTube. And I said, well, if you're going to do it, lean into QBO right. because no one else is doing it. Like own it right nice get in there, get in so there. you created hector no Garcia. i did not create hector created hector well, you had 
We just happened to be walking through an airport. We just happened to be walking through an airport and talking. The value of that's the thing about these conferences, those value mm -hmm. of those conversations you have while you're relationships. That that conversation, yes, Hector created Hector. There's no doubt about it. Hector created Hector. But Hector went down that path likely because of that conversation. No, I think I think he'd always he'd always been he I think he had always been thinking about it. Um because you know at the time i think he's still got you know four kids under the age of 10 kind of thing they're mm. little right and you know the poor guy he wasn't getting any sleep so he's like i'm gonna do i don't think he gets sleep. i'm gonna do video right no, he doesn't right sleep. and he doesn't he doesn't he enjoys it right and he also the other thing if you think about if we're going to continue to use hector as an example he really loves to teach people yes he does. it's in his heart he loves yeah. to just and you see the joy you, you, he doesn't it doesn't, it's not work to him, right? So that's the thing. You should be doing something that gives you great joy. Yeah. And so that you well don't feel said. like you don't feel like you're swimming up swimming upstream. Yeah. Because if you're thinking right? you're gonna make a living off of this, no, no, it, you know, it's, it's a just supplement. You can. Brand. You can, yeah. you yeah. can, and it can come. And some people are making a lot of money off of their off of their things. And that's where I've had some great conversations with people about different ways they can think about monetizing their work. Um, the other thing people think of, this is something I love to tell everybody, they always think they have to create something new. You often don't. You can look in your look at look at your archives and things of what you've already created and maybe dust something off and package it off, package it up in a different way. Right. That's another thing. Like people think that they have to always be writing new content. Um, and if someone is just really listening to this, you guys, and they don't know where to get started, a really good way to a really good thing to do is to just listen to what your customers are asking you. What are your clients asking you? Yeah. And though that's the best content to start writing. Mm -hmm. And you can write it within a lens of writing it to to your client audience, or you could write it to the accountants and book, bookkeepers. Here's how you advise your client on this. Or so you, you could do just, both. Or you could do both. You could just think about, right. So, you know, just think about how, what you're passionate about and what you really, um, what would you do if, like, if you just like, what would you do if you had a day off and you were going to spend it, you know, creating content? What would you create, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's a great way to put it. If you had a day off, mm -hmm. how would you spend that day off? Right. Oh, well, I would hope that you'd be outside with your family or whatever. But right. But I mean, if, I guess the, the concept of yeah. like, follow your passion. Yeah. And if, if it's something that actually does excite you, because that's the key, right? Like you've, mm -hmm. you've got to be. You need to get excited. You, it needs to be where you go. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like it's, it's got to be something that you like, like us on Friday Night Live, right? We're, like, we don't do this to get paid. We do this because we it's enjoy fun. hanging out <laughs> with people like you. It's else. fun. <laughs> This is my idea of fun. I mean, a lot yeah. of people look at me and go, you're just a giant nerd. I'm like, yes, I am. But this is my idea of fun. Like, and, yeah. you know, and, and I think that that's the key is that like, if you enjoy it, but my dad's favorite saying was, you know, if you work a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. It's so true, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. so true. Like you, cause it's, it's just like, you go, I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Where I don't, I haven't gotten paid to do to do Friday Night Live yet. But I mean, I do get amazing opportunities. You could take sponsorships. I don't know. Yeah. You could. Well, I, I've, I've actually. What you know, everyone knows how much I love technology. Yeah. And now I've had like two or three people that have given me products to review, and I'm like, mm -hmm. whoa! Like, I mean, they were probably products I probably would have. Like I spent a lot of money on technology throughout the year. So they were a drop in the bucket to what I spent on all the other things. But it's still like that feeling when someone comes to you and says, Hey, I'd like you to do a review of this product. Here it is. You're like, Whoa. Like that's yeah. that's like to me, that was like, Whoa, I made it. Someone gave me a product. Yeah, and you know, it's really interesting because um you actually don't have to do those product reviews for free. You actually could charge for that too, if that yeah. was something that you decided you wanted to do. Um, well, we definitely need to have a talk because I'm not. I think we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I can think of a product that I'd like you to review. I wonder what. That ah, I wonder what that might be. <laughs> um, zero? Is it zero? Uh, I think. <laughs> no. is it, does it? Does that look familiar? It's <laughs> <laughs> <Looks> smooth. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's probably very smooth. I love my email, by the way. It's Allison at Lissio .me. Allison at Delight Me. At delight me. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that is pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, you, 
I, I don't know. Have you guys noticed that they now have a dot accountant? You are yes. No, I think you should get it, Andrew. I, but they're uh, eight hundred bucks a pop. I, I was debating doing it, and and because I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because there's a whole bunch of URLs now that you can get dot account. There's dot CPA, but you have to be a member member of the American, the AICPA uh, to get one. To only hand them out to members, and they're not cheap. Like five hundred like bucks. Dot, or I like dot CPA. That feels like that's worth it for me, though, doesn't it? Well, it would like be if you had right. a brand that you could get. But what if you got yeah. a bunch of Bill Smith? You know, professional corpse out there. Well, I remember David David Leary could tell you this story because we were at the same party when this happened. But um, apps.com. Yes, we were, that's, we a, were that's a that's a win. <laughs> we were at a party, right? And somebody said, "Oh, oh, apps apps.com," and somebody looked, and it was available. And I think it was David, and he pulled out his. Oh, I, if it wasn't David, it was somebody else. He pulled out his credit card and bought it. Got into all sorts of trouble from Intuit because you know people aren't allowed that's to buy domains on. Like but he's like, hey, that was a that was a brilliant yeah, move. It's so move. easy to tell you. Can you imagine apps.com? Yeah. yeah, he should have just and, kept and, that for themselves and then sold it back to them. They give the value of that your to proper Apple. channels, but it's not going to be ten thousand no. dollars. No, we were loyal. We were loyal employees. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is, the amazing power of Intuit, like they, they I mean, they created a Kool Aid that obviously. Brad and I bought right. into, but they created a Kool-Aid that We're not the only their one. entire organization bought it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was a very magical place. I, I, I really, um, yeah. I mean, I really, at one level, my heart was broken when yeah. my position was, was, you know, affected. Well, yeah. My first year uh, down there, uh, I remember a conversation clearly. I, Allison, I got to know who you were just through your social media presence through Twitter and you knew yeah. me the same way. Yeah. I had an opportunity to sit with you, uh, leaving one of the events. We were going yeah, back somewhere. I remember. And you, you filled me in on life at Intuit. And it was it was so awesome to hear how passionate mm -hmm. you were about it. And it made me yep. feel good about my blossoming relationship with, with this yeah. great company. And, how, and Intuit is a great company. Ever, it's a great company. Yeah. How did they do that? Is that stem from Scott? Is it built into that? How, well, there's really strong operating, there's really strong operating principles, right? And the first one is integrity without compromise. Right. And that one has endured, you know, right from the beginning. And um, that goes back to Scott. Mm -hmm. And then the, and then the anchor one at the bottom is we care and give back. So there's like integrity without compromise, and then we care and give back. And they've changed the ones in the little to sort of streamline a bit. You can see it on their, on their website, if you want to go and look. Um, it's on the, you know, I think it's our our values. Our principles. I used to values. love reading yeah. the walls in Mountain View. Mm -hmm. You know, they got yeah. some of the cool places yeah. where you get to read up, and it is a story. And but yeah. that's, but, you know, that's everything hard enough to build out in a small company. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it starts with yeah, it starts with I think hiring the right people. It's really hard to get hired at Intuit. It took me two years to get. Yeah, hired that's what you it. mentioned in our conversation mm -hmm. that it's not it like any years. other job. They really put you through no, your paces. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, and then when you do get hired, you really don't last very long if you're hardwired. You, you, you really have to, well, you have to have, have a growth mindset. You have to have a yeah. growth mindset. Yeah. So people are sort of fixed in their thinking and, and only one way to Good do luck. it, you know, my way or the highway. Every once in a while, somebody like that slips through, but they don't last very long. Yeah. So, so the people, so you basically end up with a lot, bunch of open-minded, flexible people. And then what happens is, is that from Scott on down, it's a case of, um, of uh, fall in love with the problem, mm, not the solution. Not the solution. I love right? that. Yeah. That is such and a And so if the more you learn about the problem, then you, you, you realize that there's, you know, how, how are you, how you're going to solve it can just suddenly gets more rich, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, so many of us are guilty, myself included, of falling in love with the solution. We mm -hmm. think that we've developed this really sexy solution. It's it's not about it's not about the solution, yeah. right? No, it, and yeah. you and the other thing is, if if anybody really wants to understand how Intuit operates, read the Lean Startup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you yeah, haven't read the Lean Startup, Eric Reese's seminal yeah. work on that. Um, you, the other one is the Intrapreneur's Journey, and that's. Um, I don't think I've read that one. It's going to be on my audio book list. <laughs> Audible, here you come. Hang on a second. I think I have it. For here your walk, Andrew. 
get some steps in and is that how's you're doing audio books like a museum how do you have like I she like, totally knows what she's doing is it the no. room there's uh, a my room out there that's a no kick-ass room. i don't know if there's a rate the room this well, is i was i no this there is, is. There is. is there? Oh, yes, well. There is. Laura Richmond. You and Laura you, Richmond. You I want to show yes. you, though. I want to show Laura you. Redmond. Lots, I got lots Laura of Redmond. things. Sorry, Redmond. Hey, do you remember Man, we're that? bad with the names tonight. Yeah. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, wow. I can't believe you yeah. have that. Well, Intuit did a... Um, they did this awesome box for me. I never I saw that. Wow. It's yeah, an awesome box. There's some amazing, amazing uh, things in it. But anyways, so you were on the cover. You're in an awesome box, Andrew. And I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, but no, um, okay. So the I'll just show you my whole bookcase if you want to see the whole thing. So it's like a it's, oh, yeah. it's much better than it's like mine. a museum. My God. Yeah. yeah. All the books too. Yeah, now but you, I can't, you get I can't find the entrepreneur's. Policy. I can't find the entrepreneur's journey. You know what I love too is that you don't show off. I'm looking the books for are it. your primary thing. You're like, I'm smart. People don't need to know I'm smart. No, like, no, 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 no. They're, they're, no, they're, they're usually they're usually below the. Sorry, everybody. The yeah. camera's all weird now. Um, there, I I have a standing desk, so I stand all day because it's the only way I can nice. get the I get yeah, the wheels out. Yeah, have to stand. You know? well, yeah, you you yeah. always got that nice petite figure. Brad and I have to work at that. Right? Yes, <laughs> Andrew's on a new journey too. Did you know that, Allison? It's not just me. I influenced. Yeah, he hooked Andrew. me on it. But you know, Brad has lost. You're over both doing. I know. Years. You're both doing Noom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that's an interesting. That's. Yes. Yeah, I I did Noom about a year and a half ago. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, but they didn't give me enough. I I was always hungry. Because I didn't yeah. have enough. They, no, they just didn't give me enough calories. They said if it was like 1,200 calories, it wasn't enough for me. So, well, see, the um, one thing is what I've really liked about, like, because I've I've gained and lost many Backstreet Boys throughout my life. I've been a yo-yo <laughs> dieter, um, and my struggle was always that I was always hungry. And this yeah. is the one thing about Noom that has yeah. changed I'm me. Not always hungry. I always knew, okay, diet was calories in, calories out. Fundamental math. Calendars, yeah. we can deal with debits and credits. Yeah. Debits and credits. No problem. You want a deficit in this situation. Yeah. You don't want to win in this situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, need to lose to win. But they yeah, get into the psychology of it. But they get into the psychology of it. Yeah. Well, it it's, works it's the on psychology me. of it. And also better understanding, like, and Brad and I were having this whole discussion. And I know we've got like two minutes left. Yeah. Uh, and this is not the topic of conversation, but hey, it is. Um, and Brad and I were talking, Brad's like, now I want to move on to macronutrients. I'm like, I don't want to know about macronutrients. I just like that, like <laughs> green, well, yellow. It's not red. as important. Yeah. I am using the Under Armour. Um, I always forget the name of it. It's, uh, it's got such My a silly fitness name. Pal. My fitness pal. My fitness pal. pal. Yeah. I, I so, can't, uh, see, Noom is easy. <laughs> well, I've started using that, but I was telling someone earlier that what that tool does, if you don't know how to drive it, it's like buying a sports car and maybe it's icy out and you have no idea how to drive yeah. that thing so yeah. you better leave it in the garage it's all about and that's kind of right like yeah. you're at macro i know how to drive now. Still back i've, I've at had like, good training and now yeah. I got tell me tools. what's green and what's yellow so i can eat food that will actually fill me up dude yeah. i'm not yeah. worrying about yeah. colors now because yeah. i've learned that to i've applied it to this next step yeah. so yeah. i'm going to keep doing it everyone I've, I've read up on they've got a really good community there as well on the under armor site and you uh, the content's a bit dated but a lot of these common threads you can learn from mm -hmm. and they've got recipes and and when you grab a recipe it just slams it right into the tool so andrew it makes it easier but yeah. you wouldn't what you've been on the tool before I, I used the my right business, that's what i used last time but it didn't work it, didn't it doesn't stick. work because it doesn't create a strategy for you noon yeah. creates a strategy that i've totally bought in you yeah. know i'm i'm almost eight months into it and because i'm not using it to log my food anymore i'm using under armor for that mm -hmm. um i just end my day as soon as it starts and then they give me two short articles and it's like they're spying on me because they bring up topics that are actually timely and they know where i am in the journey so they're giving me these little tidbits yeah. and I'm doing all the work on the other app, but it's like, they're winding me down in a few weeks time. Noom will be gone, yeah. but it, I do have that mindset now talking about being hungry. I was, I, I'm just not feeling it. And, you know, I'm walking 10 miles a day on average. And I have been for a while and I love Impressive. walking and I'm thinking of running now. And yeah. 
it's all they taught me about motion and staying at, m- moving, right? And that's kind of the strategy is, is learning to eat less. And Andrew just mentioned it, it's what you eat can yeah. fill you up. But the, the, the psychology, it's like sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm hungry and I go, I ask myself, why am I hungry? Oh, I just got the munchies. Yeah. And full disclosure, I'm in other Canada. <laughs> so it's well, easy to get the munchies and, in Canada when Yeah, the and then you go and have something. Certain... You go and, and then you go, okay, I could have the bag of chips or I could have the apple, right? So then yeah. you choose the apple. Yes. And one noom habit that I have kept, which I really love, is I have oatmeal every day for breakfast. There you go. And yeah. it fills and me I'm up. I'm into eggs, and Andrew and does it, a little bit of both. It fills me up. So I make it once a week and I package it up in little packages, and then I'm. I'm, I have that yeah. for breakfast. And that's the thing about these programs, right? Like, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, all the amazing conferences. If you can just take a couple nuggets, yes, you take and you absorb into your life. Yeah. It can be transformative. Yeah. And, and like David, David Leary saying, eat a bunch of sardines before you go for yeah, your first his, class. Although I hate sardines, so I'm never doing that. Hey, I've, learned, like, oh, Andrew, David. I've learned how, I've learned, full disclosure, Andrew, I literally just bought some from Amazon. Oh, so I, I have these sardines, sardines in water. Toast. And I had no idea. Like, but the problem was, if I didn't really know how to eat them. Now, I throw them in a pan, heat them up, just heat them up, and maybe I throw a little sriracha, a little mustard on them, flip them around. Ooh, oh, way better. Put them on that crack. Not, not I, my so out of its red. That's all I'm gonna say. But guys, amazingly, we're out of time. Surprise, I can't surprise. Allison, thank, thank you so, so much, much Allison, for, for hanging out with us. You're welcome. And yeah, guess we'll who we back. have next oh. week? Guess who we have next week? Who do we have next week? We have Jeff Cates. <gasps> Woo! Jeff Cates, former Intuit, Intuit Canada president, now CEO of Achievers. And we love Jeff. And we we love Jeff. guy. He's yeah, he really one is. of the best. So we feel blessed. And, and yeah. you, um, you, you um, brought in the Intuit and, um, you know, former Intuit great experiences yeah it's a nice thing we all keep in touch it's a great community it yeah. is great and and we're we still love you we don't have to choose <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay we'll see you back okay. next week guys all right